Welcome to the Lift You Up podcast with your host, Liz. I'm so excited to be getting you episode 23 today. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about how to cast your vision and your intentions for 2022. Now, the last episode I did was a reflection on 2021. And both parts of these, both episodes are going to be crucial for you to set a really solid foundation for this year. So to be able to look back and reflect on what went well, what you wanted to change or not what you wanted to change, but what you would change about the year if you could. And just reflect on your behavior and habits and how the year impacted you and how you impacted what you did last year. That's really crucial in the journey of self-growth is being able to own up to how you lived and own up to the decisions that you made. So if you have not heard that episode yet, please go listen to that first and then dive into this episode because it's almost like a two-part thing and that's why I wanted to base it around the end of last year and the beginning of this year so that way we can end the year right and start the year right and I am not super, I'm not really into, you know, like January 1st being this big monumental time where you change everything going on in your life and like you just go balls to the walls. Like I'm just not that person. I want to build a lifestyle that It doesn't matter what day of the year it is, like I am willing to make a change or I'm willing to continue the habits that I've already been refining and working on. And that is where sustainability comes in. That is where, you know, sometimes if you get in the cycle of being day one again, of being, you know, the first of every month again, you build this cycle almost of sometimes it can be a negative cycle. If it works for you, like that's okay. You know, that's totally fine if you use a month by month, you know, thing or a year by year thing like and i think in in general it is good to have that as a milestone and it's good to have that as a basis but in terms of it being like a negative cycle when you like get this high and you're super motivated and you're ready to go and then the middle of the month comes and maybe you're facing something difficult and you just get in this really low period and that's what i'm saying like i i think it's important to remember that you know our life journey is something that should be sustainable in all aspects of whatever we're doing, right? And so that's kind of why I am going to provide you with questions to really be able to deep dive into the vision of this year that you want to set. Maybe it's like the vibe of the year. Like, what's your vibe of 2022? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? What are you trying to do? You know, if you were to create like a mood board for this year, what would you put on it? What colors would represent your year? What pictures would represent the actions you're going to take? What pictures would represent the achievements that you're going to achieve? You know, set that mood board. That's that's more fun than a vision board, a mood board, you know, for us creatives out there. Like, what mood board would you set for 2022? And maybe that can be a new fun project that you do. So, who knows? Anyways, maybe take that and run with it. And if you do it, let me know. But anyways, the questions that I am going to, the points and the questions I'm going to present in this podcast episode is actually from the church sermon that I listened to recently this past Sunday. Now, I take so much from church and I think it's a really great way to not only take how God is speaking through other people to me, but also take what God is doing through them and me and take it to you and put it into your daily life and how you can take these concepts and ideas and plug them into your life. So I'm just going to start with the first question. Decide on your friends or the first point I should say. Decide on your friends. This is something that 
I had struggled with in the past. And it's an ongoing thing, not an ongoing struggle, but it's an ongoing thing to be able to look at your circle and evaluate. And especially in different seasons of life, who is who is energizing you and who's taking away energy from you, who is constructing you and who's deconstructing you. Those were two words that were used in the sermon. And I think that was really powerful. When I heard that, I was like, it made you go, it made me go like, oh yeah, like that's, that those are great words to say. Like who is deconstructing your life? Who is taking away positivity? Who is taking away ambition? Who is taking away moments of bravery and filling them with their negativity? or their bad attitudes, or their, you know, anger or bitterness. Those things can be contagious too, you know. The same things that where joy can be contagious, like bitterness and anger can be contagious too. And if you're not careful, you let that seep in too much and you let people into your bubble that are like that too much and you start having thoughts and you start doing little actions that start reflecting those things and then sooner or later you're wondering like why you are the way you are well evaluate your circle who are you surrounding yourself with who who makes you proud of the actions that you take this was something actually that i realized within the last 5 years people that i was hanging around i would i would you know get home from hanging out from these people or with these people and i would say and i would think to myself like wow, I was acting so dumb, like, with with them. Like, I was acting so not like myself. I was saying things I wouldn't normally say. I'm saying, I was saying things that I wasn't really proud of. And ultimately, like, at the end of the day, like, what I was doing with them was not my true self. And so, maybe you can ask that about people in your life right now. Maybe it's a significant other. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a best friend. Maybe it's a coworker, even who in your life right now could possibly be influencing you in a negative way? Not just like negative actions or, you know, bad actions, but when it comes to their emotional state and the things that they say, who who is more optimistic? Who is more ambitious? Who is more of a go-getter? And who is more joyful on a daily basis versus those people who are more negative and bitter and complain about everything and tear other people down really easily and you know, just like make these comments all the time of, you know, you can tell they're just really unhappy in their skin. And those are the people that maybe they don't even realize it, but they are trying, they are bringing other people down with them. They are voicing their opinions. They are taking actions on their bitterness and their anger, and they are influencing other people. And so that is why we have to be so cautious of who we let in and so cautious of our energy. I am, I'm someone who like, I used to give my energy to so many people. I just wanted everybody to like me. I wanted everyone to accept me. I didn't want anyone to think bad of me. And so, because of that, I was giving my energy to so many people. I was scattering myself for all these people, trying to please them. And in reality, those times where I wasn't proud of myself, I wasn't acting like myself because I was trying to do this and this and this and be this and this and this for these people that at the end of the day weren't necessarily the people who were even in my tight circle and weren't and aren't the people who are in my life now. So it's just a really great way to evaluate and deep dive. And so there's there's a question here that I want to ask and it's are you open to new friendships? 
are you holding on to some friendships or relationships that you know were maybe overdue to be distanced? That you know is overdue with their stay? You know, who who is overstepping their stay in your life? You have the power to close that door. Maybe pray about it. Maybe ask God, like, how am I supposed to handle distancing myself from them? You know, like, please help me with guidance. Please walk me down that path. You know, fill me with bravery. Fill me with guidance when it comes to that. That's something that I pray a lot. And it's something that I ask God about a lot is, can you help guide me down this path that I'm supposed to be on? And I've been using that phrase recently a lot lately. And I guess that's just on my heart to say and to speak out. It's really important to remember that we have the power to close the doors. You know, God presents the doorways and the hallways. Ultimately, though, it's it's our decisions on whether to take him up on these opportunities or not. And so just remember that you have the power to open your heart up to new friendships. But usually that means that you need to close the door on another friendship or relationship that you know is overdue. Now, I know that's heartbreaking and I know that's hard because I've had to do it myself and it truly is so hard. But I can look back on my life now and I am so proud of myself for doing that because like I said, I used to want everybody to like me. I wanted to be friends with everybody. I wanted to please everyone. I wanted everyone to think good of me. I didn't want to ruffle any feathers. And I knew that by distancing and I knew that by sharing what I truly felt was going to disrupt things, was going to really switch things up and maybe make people question things that I'm doing. But in reality, like those people aren't in my life anymore for a good reason. So I'm here to tell you it's on your heart. It's there for a reason. And maybe it's just time to close the door so that way you can find another open door. Another question I want to ask when it comes to friends is how are you taking care of your current friends? How are you catering to your current friends? Yes, we can be open to new friendships. We can be open to new relationships, right? But you have to have a good balance of making sure that you're being there for the friends that are there for you and have been there for you and the people who are in your inner circle because we can get really caught up and I know I'm guilty of this you know I'm human we can get caught up in busy seasons we can get caught up in you know new things happening in our lives and maybe it's the friends that don't live close to you maybe it's the friends that live states away from you and this is really hard you know I have really good friends that are not next to me and like right next to me and it can be it can be very hard because obviously there's that physical distance there right and so it's even almost more important then to really refine that friendship and make sure that you that they know that you're there for them no matter what and that you love them and so don't ever be afraid to voice that the friendship that I value so much we we were just randomly text each other like hi I miss you <laughs> at Michaela it, you, I know you're listening so it's it's Michaela we we became friends when we were in Iowa and then we both moved out of state and so we've seen each other traveling really and that's it but that's the cool thing about that is that I have a travel buddy but I also you know have a friendship worth keeping and worth working on so you're listening, Michaela. I love you. <laughs> um, I just had to give you that shout out. But also, it's just a real life example 
of how you got to take care of the people who are there for you and the people who are going to serve you. And, you know, that goes vice versa. The second point in this episode that I want to make is deciding on your time. When are you going to decide to finally take the leap of faith? When are you finally going to decide decide to do the things that you say you're going to do? When when are when is that time for you? Are you going to wait another month or two? Are you going to wait, you know, half the year before you start taking action on something? You know, moments of courage are split seconds. They are split seconds. And once you make the decision, you can't turn back. And that can actually be what is holding you back. But I promise you, if it's on your heart for a reason, you got to act on it. You got to act on it because there is no way that you're going to fail. Even though you may think you're going to fail, even though you may feel like you're going to fall flat on your face, you are going to learn so much in this process. You're going to learn about yourself. You're going to learn about how mentally strong you are. And maybe if you fail, you're going to learn how to fail gracefully and pick yourself back up. So don't let that hold you back. And I know it's easier said than done, but what do you want to do more of this year? What did you do last year that maybe you want to do more of? And when are you going to do it? This doesn't have to be like sit down in your calendar and write down this these time blocks of when you're going to do this and that. If that works for you and if you've done that in the past and it works for you, go ahead and do it. Set that weekly schedule. Set that monthly schedule. You know, set a date for something that you're going to do every single month or maybe it's bi-weekly. You know what I mean? Like these ideas of setting, setting a time or a time frame of when you are going to do something as little as maybe it's taking, going on a new trail and finding a new trail or maybe it's going to a new city in your state. Maybe it's traveling. Maybe once a quarter you want to travel out of state. Set that intention and set that goal now because then you can have a ballpark estimate of when you need to make this happen and this happen and this happen. But just know too that timelines can be constricting and timelines can be really limiting. And so it's okay to have this dynamic flow of just adjusting as you go, right? But I just want you to make sure that you are intentional about making things happen in your life because you have the power in your hands to make these things happen. You are in control of your time. You are in control of the things you decide to do on a daily basis, you know, and they all add up. And so you can't wait for these moments of perfection to wait. And I am so guilty of this. So I'm talking to myself now. I tend to wait for the time to feel right. And I, I tend to wait for the time where all of the little circumstances, all the little ducks are in a row, right? And in reality, there's always going to be one little duckling flying, like running around with trying to find, you know, the mama duck. I don't know where this is going, but you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, it's kind of like you have a bunch of kids in a line, right? Maybe to go to recess or something. And there's always one that's like turned around and poking the kid behind them. Or there's always one like raising their hand when it asks a question. Like they're all never just going to be standing there silent, right? It's kind of like life. There's not ever just going to be one time where everything is just fully aligned and like it's a perfect moment. Maybe there's been once in a lifetime, once in your lifetime that you could maybe say that's happened. But that's the thing, like it doesn't happen often. So we tend to wait for this magical, perfect moment 
to do something or to say something, to have the hard conversation, to change jobs, to quit a job that you're miserable at, to go out and pursue a career change or pursue starting your own business. Maybe maybe you need to reorganize your whole house and you're trying to wait for this perfect moment for this to happen when in reality you just got to start room by room. That's the thing. You got to start small. Make small changes. Make small decisions that's going to lead up to the big decision. Timelines can be good, but it's the little tiny moments of courage and bravery that are going to get you where you want to go. The third point I want to make is deciding on your direction. You can take this in a literal way or not, but where do you want to go this year? Maybe it's maybe it is actually travel. One of my goals is to get to Colorado. This was a goal of mine last year that did not happen, but it's not like it's the end of the world, right? So I'm going to make it happen this year, whether I have to go by myself or not. And I'm going to be honest, I have never actually like solo traveled somewhere on my own. And the thought of solo travel like scares me, but maybe that's, maybe that's a sign that I need to do it. I should take my own advice, you know? Anyways, going to Colorado is a goal of mine this year, but that's in a literal sense. You know, where, where do you want to go? Like, where do you, who do you want to become? That's such a powerful question. Ask yourself, who, what do I want to become this year? And who do I want to be at the end of this year? That is almost a more powerful, like the most powerful question you can ask yourself because that, that entails the entire growth journey that you are going to go on over the next 12 months. How, like, how much do you want to grow as a person? What do you want to, how do you want to be living a year from now? Who do you want to be impacting a year from now? Who have you, who do you want to impact along the way? things like that. You know, your best self 12 months from now, what does she look like? What does he look like? Now, how can you work towards that? That is so powerful because that means that the decisions that you are making in this moment matter and they do matter. And I know we can overlook this, but it's always a good reminder to remember that it's the small little moments. Okay. The moment to moment things matter. So decide on your direction. Decide where you want to go. What skills do you want to have at the end of the year? Are you willing to put in the work to become that person? If you don't become that person, what's the price? What's it going to cost you? So as long as you keep walking this hard path, choosing the hard path every single damn day, choose the hard. Too many people, too many of us choose the easy path. And remember, it's what we do consistently that matters. So maybe you have an off day, right? But get right back on. Get right back on the next day and take that hard path. Maybe you call yourself out. Okay, yesterday I took the easy path. I was weak. I took the easy path. Easy path. I let this emotion get a hold of my habits and I went too far. Now, it's okay to reflect and own that. But don't sit in it and sulk in it. Because that is not a beneficial action. Reflecting, owning it, taking responsibility, and moving on is your best bet. And that has been the one thing that has helped me not only be coachable when it comes to, you know, playing on the sports teams that I've been on or working with the mentors and the health and fitness coaches that I've had, 
you make a mistake, you own up to it, you know, it's fine, you know, I'll learn from it, I'll do better next time. And you just keep trying, right? You just fall and you get back up. You fall and you get back up. That's that's what matters. So decide the direction, decide who you want to be at the end of the year. The fourth point that I want to make, decide on your intensity. This was also another point. When I heard this, I was like, hmm, like that's so good. That's so good. I've never thought about it that way. You know, decide your direction and then decide how hard you're going to go at it. Like, what a good way to think about the goals we're making and the things we want to achieve. I think it's important to just remember that when it comes to the intensity, like being consistent and being diligent and being proactive, those three things are what is going to get you the furthest. So whatever direction you are deciding on, Decide how hard you are going to go. Decide how consistent you're going to be and the actions that you know is going to get you to that goal. Being diligent and setting a consistent intensity is going to get you so far. It's going to get you so far. It's a long game, okay? It's okay to sprint, but if you sprint for too long, you're going to burn out or maybe you're going to injure yourself. Think about that in life. Like, when are times that you have, where you've brought it on yourself of being burnout because you didn't listen to the cues that your body were giving was giving you early on? Let's try to avoid that. Let's keep a consistent intensity, but let's listen to our bodies and play the long game, okay? All right, on to the last point. You got to decide on your why. This kind of goes back to who you want to become this year, you know? Who do you want to become and why? My why, which is something that I've also thought about. Um, I'll share I'll share my thought process with it. My why, I want to be a healthy mom. I want to be a healthy mom one day. I I want to be an active mom. I want to be a mom that can run around with her kids all the time. That's that's the vision that I have in my head is no matter what, I want to be an active mom and be able to do the activities that my kids are passionate about with them. That still involves someone else. And I want you to think about this. Does your why involve someone else? Does your why involve another human? I'm not going to say that that's not valid because I'm not going to invalidate my why. But I want you to, it's almost like a two-part thing, Okay. Your part one. What does your part one involve? Does your part one involve another human? If it does, make a part two. What is the why for you and your life individually? Think about your body. You have a bubble around you. No one can get in and you are you are living out your why in your little bubble. What is the why that you want for your life, for your soul, for your heart? The thing is, when we when we set things for other people, there's a little bit of room for disappointment. You know, there's a little bit of room where down the road, when this why is being lived out, can cause resentment. I'm getting pretty deep into here, into here, but this is where my thought has gone or where my mind has gone with my why. And so that's why I'm talking about it in this way, because I want you to remember that your life is yours. Nothing in our future is really guaranteed. You know, God can throw a plot twist in any time. Any time. So remember, 
remember what your why is. And my why, my why individually without anybody else involved, I simply want to feel good in my skin. I want to love myself. I want to be confident in my skin. I want to be confident in my actions and my habits. And I want to be proud of the person that I am. No, that doesn't involve anybody else. That doesn't involve kids. That involves myself. And the thing is, is that even though it can be kind of like a part two, it's the most important part because your why individually for you your and your heart and soul and your actions, that is what outwardly affects everybody in your life. Affects people in your life now and it'll affect the people in your life in the future. Even your future kids and family. If you followed there, maybe that's something that you need to dive into. Does your why involve someone else? Okay, how can you refine the why that you have for you in your body and your mind? Because that is what is going to ultimately be what truly serves you and what gives you a foundation to of, of living. And so mine is just, I just want to feel confident. I want to feel good in my body because I was at a point in my life a few years ago where I was absolutely unhappy and I negatively impacted everyone and I wasn't proud of myself. And because I wasn't proud of myself, I had lower self-esteem. I had lower self-respect. I made decisions that were not from my heart. And so we can avoid this stuff when we are just true to ourselves, right? But that, that always means that we need to come back to things like this and reflect and dive into these thoughts and, and habit patterns that we have. And so, yes, this is pretty deep stuff. This is pretty deep stuff. But if you actually take the time to reflect on this stuff and think about it, you're going to go so far in life because so many people are too surface level. So I am proud of you. I'm proud of you for listening to this. I'm proud of you for taking the time to actually think through this stuff and reflect and take this into your life because this is deep stuff, but it's beneficial and it's helpful. Nothing bad can really come from this because at the end of the day, it's just taking ownership for your life. It's how you're going to be able to improve your life in the long run and you are going to be so thankful that you actually did this for yourself because too many people are too surface level and we are not going to be surface level this year. We are not going to be surface level people. We're going to live in the depths. We are going to get down and dirty. We're going to do the hard shit and we're going to do the hard work so we can become who we want to become in this life. Not just this year, but in our lifetime. I would love to know if you like the reflection part of episodes. So, Thank you for listening and I will see you on the next episode.